Welcome to Finding Your Worth, a podcast designed to help you reconnect with who you are so you can become who you want to be. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson. A few years ago, I realized that something was missing from my life. And what was missing was me. My hopes, my dreams, my inner light had been dimmed by years of drudgery, complacency, going along with what I thought I was supposed to be. Not anymore, my friend. Life is short. I'm not wasting any more of it hiding and afraid to live. Now that I know my worth, I am on a mission to help others who feel disconnected from themselves to find joy and purpose in their lives. Thank you for joining me on this journey to rekindle your spark and find your worth. Hello, and welcome to episode number 73 of Finding Your Worth. How do you define yourself, and can you redefine yourself? Last week, I asked you to think about what you're good at, or ways that you do good things for others, or for the world. This week, I want you to think about how you would describe yourself and what those descriptions mean to you. Imagine you are at a convention and they do one of those horrible icebreakers where you go around the room and answer questions about yourself. Sure, you're going to say your name and why you're there, but they always throw in something fun for you to answer. Like, what do you like to do in your spare time? Or, what's your favorite season of the year and why? So join me now at an imaginary convention. Our presenter asks everyone to answer the following questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What are your three favorite things to do and how often do you do them? What are the three words that best describe you and why? Let's take those last two questions. If you were to answer them today, would you like your answers? Would you be satisfied with the frequency with which you do your three favorite things? Would the words you choose to describe yourself be words that made you feel good about who you are? And then, do the things you like to do match up with the words that you feel define you? Let's try it. I will be the guinea pig. 
Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm here hosting this podcast. My favorite things to do are read, walk with my dog outside, and hang out with my kid. My three words are nice. I am especially likely to bend over backwards to help you even when it is detrimental to me. Dependable. I show up where I say I'm going to show up and complete most tasks that I say I am going to complete. And weird. At least I feel weird and somehow separate from others, especially in large groups like eh, a convention. How do I feel about those words, though? The word nice. I am honestly coming to despise the word. I want to be kind. Okay, it's like this. Those of us who are known for being nice are specifically known for being nice to others, of doing things for others. We are, as a rule, not terrifically nice to ourselves. It is as though we feel we're not good enough to be nice to, and that in order to be good enough, we constantly need to be doing things for others, thinking about what others need before we think about our own needs. You get the picture. I want to be kind, absolutely. But if I can't be nice to myself, then I'm not so sure that I want to be known for being nice at all. It feels duplicitous somehow. Dependable. Ugh. I have been thinking recently about how I tend to follow rules, most of which are made up in my head. Yes, of course, it is great to show up on time and do what you say you are going to do. But imagine being called dependable. What do you picture? I I see a gray apron, stocky, strong, bland person with those knee-high stockings that grandmas used to wear rolled down. I don't know why. Maybe I need to work on the definition of dependable versus my view of it. Again, being dependable is good stuff, but I don't necessarily want it to be in my top three descriptors. My last word, weird. This feels suspiciously contrary to nice and dependable, doesn't it? Yet I have always felt weird, out of place, apart. As I've gotten older, I realize that most people feel that way, at least sometimes. So perhaps it's more than that. When friends of mine talk about the good time they had doing something with other people, I agree. It sounds like fun, but not as fun as sitting at home alone reading a book until 3 a.m. Am I right? I can't be the only one out there. I'm sure I'm not. No? In my day job... In public, I can be outgoing. Heck, I've got a podcast where I literally speak out to the world, but my true self at all other times is introvert. I have acquired some social skills to some degree, but I am an introvert. Anyhow, I feel like a weirdo, slightly off somehow, and I have felt that way for a long time all my life, and it doesn't matter where I am, that's how I feel. But how about those things I like to do? Read, be outside with the dog, be outside, and be with my kiddo. I don't read enough, 
I'm working on it, but it's still not nearly as much as I would like. I walk outside with the dog every day and more than once most days. And I'm with my kiddo as much as work, school, and shared parenting allows. But I'm not always present when I'm with him. And I'm not terribly proud of that. Now, how about you? What are your three favorite things to do and three words that describe you? And how does all of it feel to you? After you've thought about this, you might feel a little down about yourself, especially if you end up with nice and dependable. (laughs) Seriously, though, if you described yourself in ways that you wish you hadn't and then realized that the things you like to do have absolutely nothing to do with the words that you chose, then choose new words. Try them on like a jacket at the store. Here I am, all nice and on time with a slice of weirdness thrown in for good measure? What if instead I show up, still on time, but confident, focused, polished? Now how could I do that? Try this. Pick three new words that you wish described you. If it helps, think of yourself from a stranger's perspective, sort of. You're walking into a building, an office, coffee shop, store, airport, wherever. How do you walk into that building? What are the words that describe that person, that you in this fantasy? Take those three words and then write down the things that you would do as that person that those three words describe. Take confident. For example, if you are confident You'll walk into that room looking straight ahead, shoulders back, and like you know where the hell you're going. You'll speak up in meetings, look people in the eye in interviews, ask for what you want as though you are going to get it. Confident. Look at that list of things that you did, those actions for your words. Do you want to do those things? I'm not saying it would be easy for you to do them. I'm asking if you, deep down inside, wish you would wish that you were a person who did those things. If you don't, if those things, for whatever reason, well, first, make sure that your response isn't just fear that's holding you back. But if it's not fear, if you honestly think you you thought these words in fantasy and and now you're like, no, I, I don't really want to do those things, completely turns you off, then start fresh, pick some new words and new actions and try again. But if you do, if you think about those three words and the actions that go with them and that feels right to you, it feels true, it feels good, then just pick one of the actions from one of the words, just one, my friend, and do that thing. Don't do them all. Don't try to be everything new all at once. Do one action. Try it on and see how it fits in real life. See if that action makes you feel the way you thought it would make you feel. So if you start asking questions or even offering suggestions in meetings, does that make you feel 
more confident. If you want to be out more outgoing, does just saying hello to people in the elevator at work make you feel more outgoing? If you pick that action, that one thing that you're going to do, and you like it, keep it. Keep doing it. Hold on to that. That fits you. If you don't, return it back to the shelf and pick a different action and try that on. What if you could really be the person that you wished you could be, but the words that you call yourself now are holding you back? Nice, dependable, weird, like a too tight parka when what you really need is a loose cape. If you were updating your wardrobe, since I'm going to run with this clothing theme, you might buy one or two pieces at a time. You didn't, you wouldn't completely wipe out your wardrobe and buy all new clothes at once. At least most of us wouldn't do that. So do the same with these actions. You are not stuck with the clothes that you wore in the 90s. And I hope. And you are not stuck with the words you described yourself with then either. You are not even stuck with the words you described yourself with five minutes ago. It is not up to the past to decide your future. It is not up to what other people think of you or what they expect you to be. And it is not up to the fears you might have of changing or losing who you once were. You are not trapped in an old, outdated version of you. But since we don't always know what we want, go ahead and try on some new ideas, some new actions, some new versions of yourself. Try them on. You'll still be you. You'll always be you. You won't be a different person. You'll be more multifaceted. Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth today. Remember that you are allowed to like yourself. You are allowed to want to grow and change too. You are allowed to not be sure exactly who you want to be and you are allowed to test out new things and make sure you find exactly what you need. You are allowed to lose parts of you that don't feel good and gain new ones that do. You don't need anyone's permission to be who you are or to decide who you are. You are worthy of being who you want to be. You the real you is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.